introduce myself. How you doing? My name is you Greg. You gonna skip him? Oh, no, we we put the same oh, okay, team. Cool. Yeah. Okay, good. My name is Greg. We're from a podcast oh, okay. called Land Party. So my question is, in your recent album, Lovers Rock, did you see any bit of, or did you feel like there was any bit of Ruby and Sapphire in any of your songs? Like, I understand it's dedicated to, like, your, your mother and father. Oh, yeah, there's nothing to do with either. Oh. <laughs> it's two separate whole <laughs> entities. I started as a singer 20 years ago. Okay, Me okay. as a person, though, I would say... Um, uh, I mean, you could look at it to a degree because I feel like um, the way that they write the characters are based on human emotion. You know, so if you wanted to relate it like that, sure, all over it. You know, people get angry, people are cool. Mm -hmm. You know, there's happy times and there's like I don't want to know times. <laughs> you all know, right. in every scenario, and and this one being about a relationship. You know, if I was to look at it though, I could t I could call my mom Ruby and my dad Sapphire. In the sense of like my dad's very cool and my mom's quite like Ruby. That's probably why they're a good match. Uh, Jay from Power Nine Four Five Internet Radio. Hi Jay. Hi. Um, I was just wanted to ask if you look back over your career, starting started to where you are now, how you have noticed that blurred culture has. Oh my days! Well, I've been doing this like concentratedly for six years, and I think it's been a beautiful. It's been an amazing climb, but it's been like sharp and like a, like it's just gone through the sky. And, and I love it because it's like, I don't walk into a room anymore and it's just me, <laughs> you know, I don't walk into like conventions and I don't walk into do um, animation events and it's just me, you know, as a black woman in, in animation. Um, and not say it was ever just me, because obviously there's like, true, there's Chris Summer, there's other people who've done, um, and there's so many other um, uh, black uh artists and voiceover artists and actors and actresses but oftentimes when I would walk in and like five six years ago it was just me you know so like now it's just like oh there's there's, there's all of us we're here hi guys you know you see people routinely and then, and it's, it's dope as hell to me I feel like inclusion is the way it's always been the way you know I'm just happy we're here hello good afternoon my hi. name is uh, Najir and I'm representing team JVS and I, I really got a really complex question so upon you being announced for BlurCon I mean me and all my friends, we we geeked out. We were super excited, big Steven Universe's fans and so forth. And upon trying to request for you, we know that your time is going to be limited. And in our, you know, in other cons, we usually, when that, we hear that, we know like, oh, we're not going to get to talk to her. But you did make sacrifices. We all collectively got here together and we're all going to be able to ask questions. And I thought that was really special. So I wanted to thank you for, you know, being able to, your sacrifices and so forth for that. My question is, with people like, Holly Berry, who's recently spoke out about having to talk to her brothers and sisters, where her PR person said, we don't have time. She said, no, I got to talk to my brothers and sisters. We're obviously here for Blur, uh, for BlurCon, which is an amazing movement that's going on in this area. And also, Kira Kelly is another person who's saying Black Hollywood is, um, is failing the Black press. I want to know for you, at least your comments at least, what does it mean to be able to sit here and roll collectively here for you and the sacrifices you made to make sure he was able to do it? never not done it so you know i never i never i never not do it as a statement i never i never not did it like i've always done black press like i don't understand like you're pointing it out and i'm just like yes yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a regular so, day for me i don't like yeah is there a problem what i don't what should i not do it i get and i understand that side of it because you definitely had i've had press offices in the past be like we don't do that and i was like yeah. well, why not sure i'm like what the, what do you mean i don't do that like what does that mean yeah. um it's what i grew up listening to this is why it's here i don't understand so like i'd never 
for me, it was never, it's never been about like, I don't do that or I don't do this. It's, I do the press. I do, I talk to people who talk to me. I answer the questions that are sensible and I keep it flat across the board because to me, it's just about, it's about the questions. It's about what you're talking about. It's about who you're, um, who you're engaging. End of the day, I'm black. This is my culture. This is who I am. I don't care where you think I'm from. I don't, to me, it's more about, it's all, the, the challenge has been, you're from London, you don't relate. Meanwhile, all we do is is absorb American culture. <laughs> like, black American culture is our thing. Like, so, you know, I'm I'm geeking out about Rachel True and Chris Summer the same way you are because I grew up on them as much as I was in the industry, right? So to me, it's like, I, I don't see the difference. I don't get it. Like, I think it's beautiful that those statements are being made now. Yes, bigger artists should say that and should point that out because you will have press officers that will say, you don't need to do the black. It's not going to get you. But at the end of the day, black is cool. That makes it cool. I, I don't care. Like we do. It is what it is, right? Um. So yeah, I've always done it. I don't. I never see the difference. I, I really appreciate it. It, it. It's 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 very valid. You get there on time. You authenticate and you give all your credentials. You oh, wait yeah. in line, and then it's your turn. And like, try, hey, yeah. we don't have much time. Can I group together? Can then you, you do, group together, and they're like, hey, we don't have no time. You know, we, you like, know? well, I'm here, so yeah. we appreciate it. I so appreciate much. you coming. Thank you. Timothy Craig Apps, uh, WERA ninety six point seven FM, the Swick Show. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to DC. Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> Cartoon Network and Dove, they partnered together to do the self-esteem movement to help bring about awareness. And they chose Steven Universe as the vehicle to talk about something that's really, really uh, a, a, a very important issue, especially with our youth today. So the question for, for you is, what makes Steven Universe the vehicle to be palatable Talk about something as important as self-esteem. Uh, have you watched it? <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 incredible. Like to look, Rebecca and them surprise me every time because I'll I'll get like I'll get like my script. And I try not to read it till I get into the show, into right. the room, and then it'll be something that I was going through that week. You know, like she's so genius about the way she writes about humor and emotion, and um, for some reason she just knows us all really well without really knowing us really, really well. Right. And she manages to to have the right words and her team are great too. I think they just they just do a great job of it. And Dove do a great Dove was smart enough to spot that. You know, smart enough to spot that and give us or give them freedom to do what they need to do in the way they do it. It's good. I think it's great. I think they hit on something super early and I think a lot more brands will follow. Hello. Hi. I'm uh, Marcus from the Great Geek Refuge. The L T shirt. Thank you. <laughs> uh, when you first got into voice work uh, for yeah. Steven Universe, did you ever imagine that the role that you took on would be as impactful to both children and adults alike as the character has been over in the recent years? I had no clue. I, I really took this role. I really asked for this role. I prayed for a role and then I got it and I asked for the role and I said, I was like, what's that about? And they were like, well, you're kind of like the big sister of her to police. Gems and I was like, I can relate. Um, <laughs> no, mom, I have loads of brothers and sisters, and I was like, yeah, you know. And then my 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 selfish part of it was I wanted to do something that I knew my sister, my nieces and nephews would never see. So like, and they literally like, like the first time my niece heard my voice for real, for real, other than like being a baby. Was like on Steven Universe. She was like, that's Auntie Stella. That's Auntie Stella. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> this is the plan. It's happening, guys. She knows my voice. Um, 
Because I think it's important to be in your family's life no matter where you are. And I knew that I was not physically be there. And it sounds crazy, but you have to think of things like that when you don't live home, right? Um, and but she and that was my selfish reason for doing it. And then, but the effect on adults and kids whew, has been humbling. It's been a beautiful thing. Something I'm super grateful to be a part of. Um, people come up to me at the cons and they're like, "I wish we had this when we were kids," and I'm like, "You have it now." Today is what you have, so go with it. Like, yeah, this is true. So um, I'm just, again, I'm grateful. This is a good thing. Great. Thank you. Good hair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, my question is, as an artist in the entertainment industry, what has your journey been like? How is it working in two different industries? And what was the translation like? Translation like? Cool. Um... In music, it, it's it's been something I've loved and done my entire life. Um, doing voiceover work was a, was a challenge. I just went into it. I was like, all right, cool, it's fine. I just got to say things, right? My vocal coach was like, nah, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm just saying words. It's fine. He's like, no, 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 no. It's like being in a submarine in a rocket ship. Your voice. And I was like, what? What does that mean? I don't feel like a rocket ship or a submarine. Like, So let me tell you what happens to your vocal cords. So that was that was an interesting. It's been an interesting ride. I've never been a sick person or nothing, but I've had a few vocal issues. I've had to like pay attention to. Fun because I'm not an, I'm not an underachiever. I'm not a failure. <laughs> so you know times when you can't speak, you're like, what is happening? Um, so that that's been like the only thing is like learning to take care of myself better. Um, in a space where I'm just used to go, like you sing, go, you rap, go, you do this, go. Sometimes it's like. I can't speak today. <laughs> and and it gets a little weird and things move around a little bit. So that's been, you know, I'm like I said, I'm ready to go. I'm used to working. That was strange. Other than that, it's been pretty fun. I've learned I've learned that you can make there's like a thousand ways to make sounds that I never knew there was. Mm -hmm. Um uh, can be done in fifty ways. Uh, can be done in fifty ways. And they're all slightly different. And they'll want that same one that you did at like 0.35 when you're like at 0.44 and you're like, I don't know what that was. And you have to go listen to it and replicate it. It's things like that that you realize how powerful the physical human body and your memory and your emotion and everything is. You're like, oh, this is crazy. I recalled that. This is cool. Another superpower, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been cool. And meeting um, a whole new range, a whole new audience, a... <laughs> I mean, a whole new audience. <laughs> That's told. Meeting a whole new audience via voice acting has been dope. Um, people that like, like, I know you from Steven Universe, and there's people that are like, I know you. My mom knows you from American Boy and your songs. Yeah. <laughs> and now they, she knows you from Steven Universe, and we all love you in our house. And I'm just like, this is great. This is great, guys. <laughs> it's, it's really cool because you get to relate to different errors and I don't have to change the same my music I can still stay 100% with my music and what I do and also do Steven Universe and people love all of it I'm allowed to be me but a lot of people aren't allowed that they have to like do younger music to, to like trans you know to translate themselves I don't have to I can just do me which is a blessing super blessing uh, looking back over your career getting started um, 
who were the biggest people to impact you? Overall or? Overall. To then into voice work. I worked backwards. Cree Summer for voice work. She's the queen. Like, good Lord. Like, she has so many voices. Like, you see the picture of her, like, on Instagram or the tweets, and there's, like, 50 different characters she's played, and you're just like, well, girl, how? <laughs> Show me your ways. Um, she's incredible. Um, and, and then she's an actress on top of that, so that's amazing to me. It's like, it shows you can be in so many different disciplines, but also be, you know, still be cool. And then the way she lives her life. Very much just like a mom and a regular degular, but she's an artist. I think it's dope. Um, then music. Oh, it's everyone from Missy Elliott to Ella Fitzgerald, Dennis Brown, Buster Rhymes, to like, I like Black right now. I think he's dope. He's one of the most amazing rappers to me out there. He's really, really dope. And then, 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 then there's a the turn up kings. Like, some days me goes, bitch homie. <laughs> bitch homie, go on. Oh, um, it's like, you know, I like everything that's hype. I just, I just, not hype. I like good records, I like good songs. And I'm inspired by everything and everyone to a degree. Um, I'll pull it apart in my head and take the bits that work for me and, and leave some of the bits that don't. And sometimes it's just tipsy day and I'm having fun, you know? And there'll be something from that that I take. But then there's like my standards, which are like Ella and Mary and Missy and, you know, and Faith Evans and church music, you know? Like, so um, I say church music because it's across the board. I grew up in church. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's all of that. Yeah. This is Samuel with uh, Team JVS Outlet. Hi, Samuel. Hey, Estelle, it's first t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. I got the shoes right there. Oh, okay, okay. You ready? Um, I first want to personally thank you for your presence on Steven Universe. I, I think unanimously all of us can that way. Um, you are one of my wife and my favorite character and performances. And um, our son, like, his name is David. We kind of call him our fusion, like, legit. And so, like, yeah, he legit. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, my question goes to, I guess it's a good segue. Um, throughout your time working with Steven Universe from day to day, in terms of your performances, um, from day one, even until the movie that's about to come out really soon, I was curious, what's your most challenging moment or scene on the show and why? Oh, well, there was one where, like, they had, so Ghana isn't a very, um, she's not emotive at all. And so there are days when I can literally roll out of bed and go do this character. And I don't actually have to like nothing. I can just nothing, like per se, right? Um, because she did, her delivery is very flat. It's quite like me a lot. This is what it is. Um, but then there was a time when they were like, we need her to show emotion. And I, you know, I walk into the set and I'm just, I walk into the record and it was like, I think it's the one where she couldn't, it was the one where she couldn't quite see the future, even had to choose, right? And so Rebecca was like, okay, I need you to like, <laughs> she's like, I need you to show some emotion in your voice. And I was like, girl, what? <laughs> I was like, after all these years, no emotion. You want me to walk in today and just give emotion. I needed to have a heads up. She's like, we well, sent you the script. I was like, but you know what? I don't read them. <laughs> so like, so I walk in and I was like, oh girl. I was like, all right. So I had to find the switch for all of this emotion for Garnet 
And it was just like the hardest thing. Cause like I said, it's like a submarine in a rocket ship. And I had to find, well, maybe this, maybe like an airplane, not a rocket ship, but like an airplane for mm-hmm. her, like vocally. Like if I'm, in, if I'm regularly in a submarine, it's Garnet as a vocal, right? As a reference. I had to find like an airplane for her, not quite a rocket ship, right? So I was like, ah, yeah, what airline are we on? Uh, <laughs> is this Delta American? How does this work? You know, like, are we on the Air Italia? What's going on? <laughs> is this Unite? I don't know what's going on. Um, and I was trying to find the right emotion the entire recording. Yeah. I had to come back and do like two or three more cuts <laughs> because it was just like a, such a head shock. It's such a, like a switch in your brain. I was just like, okay, well you have to be, you have to be nicer here and, you know, turn and every single line is a different motion. But with singing, every single line punch you in the face, right? That's how you know, you feel whatever you're doing, how people feel the record. So normally you just sing and you're like, I sing how I feel in this moment of this line. Well, you're reading somebody else's line and they're giving you the emotion to feel. So you have to do that. Boy, it was the hardest thing. It was a hard, it was hard because I was like, I'm trying to find the emotion that I would normally feel, but you're telling me to feel another emotion and let me do, oh goodness. So it was like a, it was a brain fog of life, but that probably was one of the hardest times. And that's been it. After I got that one out of the way, Anytime they need me to switch, I'm ready. Straight to Delta Airlines. Straight to whoever. Straight to KLM. I don't know. Straight to whatever. Yeah. No, that was actually one of my favorite. Thank you. You could feel the vulnerability there. Yeah. And she loves Steven so much. Yes. But it was like, there's nothing she could do to protect him. But every father, every mother feels that. So really appreciate that. Hopefully we get a moment like that. <laughs> try, guys, try. Hold on, hold on. This apple juice is great. Oh. <laughs> well, he tried, man. He tried. If it was tea, you might have been on. So, just, just correct me if I'm wrong. You have Caribbean roots, right? Good, because that's where this question comes from. Yeah. All right. So as a Caribbean American, um, we inherit certain teachings from our families. And mine was my grandmother. She would always tell me every time I'm singing any any type of soca or calypso, study your books. Right? So my question to you is, being that you landed into entertainment, which probably wasn't something your parents have seen uh, into your future, what was the lessons that they tried to instill into you that you grew into, but then you found your own way through entertainment? Uh, my, my, my dad was a drummer. Uh, well, he's a musician. So and that's how they met. He was, a, he was in a band when they met. Um, so my mom was half and half with it. Other than the fact that she was kind of like, I'll never like, she had a whole background where she was stopped from doing what she wanted to do as a kid. So she was never like, I'll stop doing this or don't do that. But she was always like, you know, like do what you want to do, just have a backup. That was that was that thing. When you was in school, study your books and get that done. Though, you know, absolutely. But um, she never she never stopped us. She never stopped me. I never wanted to. She like for the first five years, it was like I want to be a lawyer. No, I want to be this. No, I went to I, st- I went to study law to a degree. I went to an internship as a, a law office. That was my studying law fun, um, and it was really boring. <clears throat> I said, I can't do this. I was 15. I was like, oh, this is never going to work. Um, and after that, I just decided to do music. 
but I studied journalism. I studied, I went to work as, um, I studied media and journalism and photography. Um, I went to work at a production company and I was a runner and we did um, animation in its earliest, one of its earliest spaces. So like real life rendering and like, you know, all how, you know, how it really works. And, and so I was a runner at a production company and then I got fired from that kind of, I say kind of because she was like, so look. <laughs> <laughs> so my main boss and who I'm still really cool with to this day, right, was like, um, you're like, he was, he's my friend kind of, and it's weird. He was like really cool with me. I feel like he understood it. He just had loads of money and wanted to start this business and then employed business people to run it. So they came and I were like, so look, um, you're late every day. Because I used to go do my job and then I would go do music, right? Right. And um, I don't really feel like you want to be here. I was like, I do, but also I want to be there. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like to me, look, um, you're young enough, get it done. Go do your music. And it's kind of in the same thing. I had the backup of being able to do that. And I feel like sometimes life pushes you out when you're not ready, you know, out of scenarios when you're not ready, even, even just because it's time in the universal space for you to do what you're supposed to do. So it was the right time for me to go. I was definitely like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? It's my language. Um, you know, my mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> and for like a year, she definitely was on my behind. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I moved out of home, was definitely homeless for a minute. It was all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, she definitely is instilled in us have a backup. And to that point, I've always had a backup or something that is, you know, a second wave, you know, um, with whatever I'm doing. Or I learned the business really well, you know, I think. So I wouldn't ever be completely asked out, essentially. That was our thing, yeah. Go read your books. <laughs> Thank you. So when you think about places where you've felt the most at home, felt like you could be totally yourself, the weird parts, I said weird parts, the nerdy parts, where have those places been and how have those helped to kind of shape who you, how you move about the world? I just try and be myself at all times. I try. Um, I think I want to say I hit a point about four or five years ago um, where I was, I was like, oh, definitely out here living somebody else's viewpoints and dreams. Because um, you, um, with music and traveling about the world, you end up, in order just to move forward or just to like get beyond some things, you kind of sit it down. You sit yourself down sometimes. And so I've been hitting in the past five years, I've been just slowly becoming and taking every chance I get emotionally. And every time I remember, every time it's brought to my attention to just be myself, right? Um, and it's been fun and interesting, right? Because there's sometimes I'm like, oh, that's, that's, ooh, that's special. Oh, fuck it, it's me. <laughs> you know, and 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 someone told me it's being okay with that. It's like shadow work, like being okay with those parts that are weird to everyone else, and still standing in it and smiling in it and being like, yeah, what I do. Yeah, whether it's being quiet, whether it's perceived in any kind of way, still just being okay with it. Doing Steven Universe has been um, has been one of the places. Um, I get to be that on stage at all times. You know, it's like a clear expression. Like I'm allowed to have a, a clear expression on stage. Um, and I allow myself to have it more and more off stage, you know? Um, and then coming to conventions and it's, there's no way you can come to conventions and put on an act. 
You know, like people walk up to you with real emotion and whatever they're there for, whether they're paying to see you in line, whether they're just, hi, it's a clear, real emotion. And then there are some people who put on a whole act and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's not one of them places you have to do that. You know, and I'm that person. What are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> you know, um, but there's no, I think these these places force you to be yourself. Not like in a bad way, force, but like you just, there's no reason to be anything else. So as a creative, there's always an evolution from when you begin to wherever you are in life. So I'm curious, how has your creative process as a songwriter and, and overall song construction changed from when you started to Steven Universe to now? I used, I, um, when I started, I was very much, how would I say it? When I started, I used to be on complete vibe, right? And I would say that my, much as I listened to so much music, I wasn't very daring. I, I was very focused about, and literally very focused about being like the Harmony Queen. So my records would have like 70 tracks of harmonies for no reason. It's mad harmonies. And everything to blend and sound beautiful. And then I worked with, um, on Shine, I worked with John Legend. It was very much about the single voice. It's like your voice is very much, is, is a real distinctive sound. What are you hiding it for? This is, this, this is, this, this is the basis of all of our conversations. What are you hiding? Like, what are you hiding your voice for? What are you hiding this energy? What are you doing? Just sing. Do it. Do it with one voice. And I was like, what? You mean take <laughs> away these harmonies? <laughs> He's like, your melodies are great. Stop hiding your melodies, essentially. You know? And I'd be like, okay, well, let's try something. You know? And um, I still believe in the power of harmonies, but I'm also a believer in the power of single voice. So I like to strip away people's voices, my voices, and just get to the core, right? Um. And that's on music, without the layers, without the stuff, without things. So that's been my evolving. And I've kind of come back to it with an added thing now. I like to freestyle a lot. Like, I was always in awe of Jay-Z and Biggie. Like, how do you just write things right. in, in there? <laughs> this is crazy. This is amazing. And then you don't realize it's literally what you're doing when you sit down with a pen and a pad. So why not just record it, right? Instead, and then, like, the, the, the vocal booth is your pen and your pad, right? So, or the mic. And so, like, I started doing that more more recently and especially for like dance records and the more up tempo records where it's like a stream of thought and um i'll go in and i'll freestyle the melody and see what words come out and then write color in the lines essentially and that's what i've been doing and it's been fun it's been it's been an interesting journey some of the words and the things that you come out with the sounds you come out with because now i do sounds <laughs> um, because it's Steven Universe, like right. it's 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 another thing in your memory bank as far as like recording, right? It's, the microphone is your voice. Now I'm like freestyling. I come up with sounds and stuff instead, and it's just like, oh, this is, this is cool. And we have new songs, you know. Thank you. Kind of cool. Thank you. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you come over to our booth. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun. We gotta play this part, man. You know what I mean? Oh shit! No, no, no! Come on to the booth. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. The questions were good. Take my tea. Oh, 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 o